Issue a standing kill order on Jason Bourne, effective immediately. It's over the opening title. Middle and it's just the same fucking song, baby. It's 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 Kill James Bond, and it's the Bourne Ultimatum, the, the, the movie that has worked out that it's got one piece of soundtrack music, much like us, and it's gonna use it because that shit was expensive. It's back. It's got more cuts than ever. Oh, well, it's worse than that, right? Because the previous one, you had too many cuts so you couldn't see. And clearly what they've done for this one is gone, you know what would improve this immeasurably is shaky cam. Like a whole shit ton of that. I'm so upset about the shaky cam. (laughs) There's like a scene like right near the end after a car crash where nothing in shot is moving, but the camera is just being like fucking wiggled from side to side. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, half the credits are like a camera wiggler. All caps, I can't see what is happening. Fire like, <laughs> stabilizer. So so we we know at the end of the previous movie, Jason Bourne has gone to Moscow. Invest in a tripod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone to Moscow and he has engaged in a car battle, the most honorable form of combat, with his right. his, his Russian Jason Bourne equivalent, Jason Bornoff, um, and killed him. Yerzy Bondov. Yerzy Bondov. And he's uh, Alice Abbey and Devon, by the way. <laughs> yes, Kill James Bond. It's a good podcast. You should listen to it. <laughs> All of our brains have been broken by this movie. Um, so, so he's now in Moscow with a five-star wanted level. Um, oh yeah, a lot. A lot of Russian cops are like running around shouting the via lot, uh, and he has been shot also at some point during this. So he sort of stumbles around. This this movie this really sets up a recurring bit for this movie, which is uh, crowds are terrifying. Being chased through crowds is terrifying. Don't worry, we will find a way to make this racist later. And so he's so nice. he's like in and out of trains and stuff, and like pushing past Russians. And uh, he forces his way into, I believe, a vet in order to inject himself with a veterinary estrogen uh, or whatever, which cures his gunshot wound. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, he gets a health pack. Yes, and then as as he does this, two Russian cops break in, hold him at gunpoint, uh, and he he disarms them, holds one of them at gunpoint, uh, and then goes, "My argument is not with you," which is a, a frankly bizarre. Yeah, quite line. formal. It's like Socrates. To um, whom it may concern, <laughs> officer. Um, also, he has a flashback to. The villain of the film. Now, this is if you remember at the end of the Bourne Supremacy, uh, the villain Brian Cox, the big bad yeah, guy, shot himself. Yes, he did. And this film is like really feeling his absence because I don't think they were. I didn't think they knew they were going to do a third one, but like the villain they get for this film is so clearly just like discount Brian Cox, and he really it's only says really one funny. thing, which is "Hit me with it, Dev." Will you commit to this program? That's him. He, he says he, he says asks it so Jason, much. Will you commit to this program? And he says it a few times. Will you commit to this program? 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 And that's just a taste of what the movie The Bourne Ultimatum has to offer. Oh, it absolutely. also has three scenes that for some reason play four times each. 
it, it, it does a scene from one of the previous Bourne movies again for it no just reason. Does it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I was having a fucking stroke when that happened. Like, I was like, well, I've already seen this. Like, but also, like the I, I think I said at the end of the last recording, I was like, no, I swear Brian Cox is in the third one, and that's because this guy just like looks and acts so much like him that I had like fucking false memory syndrome, like one of those Christian pedophiles. Are you going to commit to the program or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, listen, yeah. you're going to be real with me right now. Are you going to commit to the program right now? I'm getting texts to say brick and I'm shooting my neighbors. <laughs> well. the, worst, the worst part is, this isn't even one best value Brian Cox. There's like two or three Brian Coxes in this movie. They're all different, like, older white guys in suits and they blend together so much. <laughs> That there's, the there's, there's, let me pass them. I'm like, the the, there's one of them who goes, "Will you commit to this program?" And then there's another two, <laughs> just around. Yeah, there's the yeah, CIA. They all have one line each. CIA director knows for R two. Yes, and then there's there's will you commit to this program? And then there's and then there's the main guy Noah, the yes, villain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so Jason Bourne is, escapes Moscow, and we go back to CIA headquarters where they tell us the plot of the previous two movies. Pamela Landy, the good CIA agent, is there. Uh, we have the new CIA director who is like slightly like red state Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Uh, his it, name is Kramer, which is funny to yes, me. His I name don't. is Director Kramer. <laughs> They keep going, get me Kramer, and I'm just imagining like bursting through the door. <laughs> Kramer, what's going place. on in there? It was a secret kill squad, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. It was a secret kill squad, Jerry. So, so, uh, director Kramer. We get another one of those scenes as well later on. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, we'll get to it. I'm getting ahead of okay, myself. Okay, so 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 director Kramer goes, Pam, will you explain the plot of the previous two movies? And she does, and she goes, Okay, sure. Jason Bourne was this guy who we trained psychologically to become a, a an assassin, and he got amnesia and he sought revenge on us as former employers, and we think he's fine now, but yeah, I I trust him because I think he's based, uh, but mm-hmm. but nobody else does. But my favorite part of this, and this has to be the episode art, is they're doing this through the medium yep, of looking yep, yep, at yep, old yep. photos, right? <laughs> and and the, Kramer is like, well, what happened to Ward Abbott, Brian Cox, the bad guy in the last two movies? Why isn't he the bad guy in this movie also, even though he kind of is? And Pamela goes, yeah, he he, he killed himself in Berlin, and drops a Polaroid <laughs> of, Brian, <laughs> of Brian Cox looking like the after picture of I told you you couldn't handle he him pussy. <laughs> Just fully, he's like he's gone off that loud. My man is just in a chair. Like he looks like he's being sucked off. He doesn't look dead at all. He just looks like like Brian Cox expert here. That Brian Cox is actually coming right then. Yeah, because he doesn't have a bullet wound in his like face when he shot. Show that no. So he's just like lying back off a chair, just completely (laughs) fucking gone. It's so funny. So. Fuck, what fucking happens next? This Kramer Kramer still doesn't trust him. Yeah, right? so Kramer's like, we need to keep hunting Jason Bourne. Then we we briefly cut to a scene in Turin that we don't immediately know the meaning of, but it's a it's a journalist meeting a CIA insider. And this is where I noticed something that the uh film does a lot. So listeners, you'll probably be familiar with the standard shot, reverse shot, two characters sitting down at a table, you get sure. one then the other. 
Um, a common practice is that when you cut to like one actor, you'll do what they call a dirty shot, which is where you get a little bit of the other actor's shoulder in the frame, just to kind of remind you that these two people are in the same physical space. And like now that you know that, you'll see that all the time. This film, bafflingly, um, keeps doing reverse dirty shots that are like 75% shoulder. So like most of the frame is taken up with just like the blurred out shoulder of the actor. And you'll see like just the eyes of the person they're talking to. And I'm like, are you drunk? Like, why did you, why did you shoot it like this? I think they think it looks conspiratorial because what they're trying to do is to not show the face of the guy that uh, yeah. the guy's talking to. It's like Deep Throat or whatever. So so uh, we see Paddy Considine. So happened to Brian Cox. <laughs> yeah, it's Brian Cox. So we see Brian Cox talking to Brian Cox. Um, no, who we, we see oh, is a, 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 a journalist, a journalist co- uh, pl- called Simon Ross. Simon Ross. Uh, play, played by Paddy Considine, doing a sort of like Snowden years portrayal of a Guardian journalist, the sort of like... Um, you know, a, a big coat, very harried-looking expression, enemy of the state, mass surveillance, all of this shit. And this was yeah, um, a very worried-looking guy. Six six years before Snowden, incidentally. So uh, this is like a, a weird trend of the Bourne movies being quite prescient. Um, so this film came out in two thousand seven. Yeah, we learn later that this guy Simon Ross is a is a journalist for the Guardian. This is before the Guardian destroyed their reputation. So it's it's now. Extremely yeah, funny to hear them talk about the Guardian as if it's like a respectable. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> and the- not like a fucking so rag that advocates conversion therapy for children. You fucking hacks. Well, e- even if they even if they hadn't done that, they would have they incinerated their reputation with the Snowden thing anyway. Um, absolutely. And, and so, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get to that, but yeah, no, we do find out that looks at the Guardian newspaper. Which is portrayed as so, like, oh shit, so we can't, we can't, we can't fucking let the Guardian newspaper find out about our illegal kill team because then it's over for us. Yeah, they'll um, be like, is this illegal kill team in some way like trans women? Yeah, and they'll be yeah. like, yeah. So, 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 Simon Ross sits down with this like shadowy, we presume CIA guy who won't tell him anything on the record. Uh, and asks him about Jason Bourne and about the Treadstone program, and he goes, "Do you think that uh, individuals with penises belong in women's only spaces?" Yeah, <laughs> and we don't—we never find out an answer for this. Um, they refuse to answer the Simon Ross question. That's right. It's—it's <laughs> it's very damning. Oh man, fuck! I remember when Glenna wrote like a blog post about oh. me finally answering that question. It's like That's yes, so. which yeah, which is like yeah, actually yeah. It turns out it's really easy <laughs> it's to answer fine. this question. It's just it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, fuck! What fucking happens now? This movie. Yeah, this movie. There's again. It's like I said earlier. There's oh, yeah. four scenes Born, in this movie. Born goes to meet Marie's brother. Who Daniel yeah. Bruhl? For no reason. Like, Why is Daniel Bruhl in this movie? He's a fine he's actor, but there. oh, I know, I know what he's there for. He's there for us to set up Jason Bourne going. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of the movie. So mm-hmm. he, yeah, he's there to tell this guy his plan for the rest of the movie, yeah. which is God. I'm I'm just going to keep doing the same thing. I reckon. I'm going to commit to this program. Of- I'm going to commit to this program. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm really going to commit to this program. Of- he tells, he tells uh, don't worry about this guy, he's not coming back, but he tells us, hey, your sister Marie, uh, she's dead, she died in this last film. It's really and misogynist, he, actually. He replies, it was always going to end this way, and I was like, 
you always thought your sister was going to end up accidentally shot by a Russian FSB agent off a bridge in India? That's like a weirdly specific thing. Well, because he had that prophecy. Yeah, the whole time I was growing up, I was like, fuck, I just know that my sister's going to get If you don't get off the drink, you're going to end up accidentally shot off a bridge by a Russian man in India. But so Jason Bourne tells him, someone someone started all of this. It's just like... It's not the guy who I already like... that fortune teller said. Suck off to completion in a hotel room in Berlin. It's not the guy who got killed in Paris, Conklin. It's some it's other guy. guy. It's a different guy. He, we'll he's going to look and sound a, a lot like Don't them. worry. I've been, I've been having flashbacks of him saying, uh, are you going to commit to this program? So I'm going to find him and I'm going to kill him anyway. Goodbye forever. And then he leaves. Um, yeah. Simon Ross arrives back in London and then like a fucking idiot, like the moron that he is, says the name of the secret like program, which in this case is Blackbriar. It's you can essentially yeah. think of it as retreadstone. Um, it's the same. It's the <laughs> same are. thing <laughs> that they just they just changed the name. They, they the, straight up call it like the treadstone upgrade like three times throughout this movie, and it's like okay, man, yeah, tread yeah absolutely, stone. treadstone. Yeah, um, Operation. We didn't think we were going to get another movie, and we didn't have any other ideas. Yes, Operation. We had to like salvage something from that scene at the end of Bourne's Supremacy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Supremacy. Where where Brian Cox is like, oh, okay, on to the next thing, like sort of um, Indiana Jones, that was the a, big yeah. warehouse. Yeah, um, that was identity. Ah, uh, whatever. So anyway, what, who gives a fuck? He, he, oh, he, yeah, sa- yeah. he says the name of this thing, Blackbriar, into his into his mobile phone, and we like follow this down the tubes directly to the big uh, like NSA listening station where they go, Ah, oh, holy shit! Someone said the fucking thing. We gotta we gotta activate on this immediately. And now, to be honest with you, Blackbriar, not that rare a word to say. We, yeah, just like doing yeah. some gardening, and meanwhile, oh in a CIA substation, 15 guys are talking over each other, going, we have to priority one action this shit. <laughs> because now we have to introduce the main theme of this movie, which is 15 CIA guys all talking over each other in a big <laughs> conference room, going, we need to priority one action level four national security asset, the location of this identity. Yeah, they love this shit so much, it's man. It's so fucking... Activate the box. Eyeballs on the box. You want some some eyeballs? In this scene, one guy, the same guy, says in the same scene, not a minute apart. Give me eyeballs on the street. Give me some eyeballs on the street. Different lines, same guy. Give me some eyeballs on the street. Give me some eyeballs on the street. Give me some eyeballs on the street so I can commit to this program. Boys, can I get some fucking eyeballs on this street? (laughs) So true, bestie. Yo, you gotta get some eyeballs on this street right now. You gotta get eyeballs on the street ASAP. Can you edit him so so he says, "Can we get some eyeballs on the stream?" And then you can play it as a drop on the stream. Some eyeballs on this program. Um, We commit to. Will you commit to this program? (laughs) I told you last time. Yes. So. So we see in, in the in this the Guardian, which movie. we wouldn't normally read, it's just underneath an article comparing trans women to Wayne Cousins. But Simon <laughs> Ross has uh, has reported a real article that was printed in the Guardian newspaper. We see that Simon Ross has been reporting on Jason Bourne's. Yeah, he has named Jason Bourne, including his like real name of David Webb, mm-hmm. uh, and written about about Treadstone and everything. And so Jason Bourne just sees this and is like, "Okay, I got to go to London to prevent this guy being killed." 
Yeah, um, this guy's gonna get fucking obliterated. Owned because right now he is being followed around by five or six different teams of CIA guys. <laughs> it's just like every car on the any street he walks down is full of guys, all littered going, with eyes eyeballs. on the street. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He is so in the eyeball zone. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my man is lousy with eyeballs. We do see, we do see, incidentally, the guy who is directing this, the guy taking the sort of traditional born role of being in the big control room and saying like verbs at people, hack, tap, bypass. Um, God, he loves is, to do that. Is a guy called Vosen. He's played by David Strathairn. He's like, I guess, also the Brian Cox here. Mm-hmm. Brian he Cox brackets thin. He he doesn't really say anything distinctive other than a large amount of nonsense, like I need a code ten abort for a four block radius sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but he he is the one who is hunting Jason Bourne. Um, but Bourne manages to 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 slip a message to uh, this Guardian journalist Simon Ross by the extent of like I guess calling another Guardian writer's phone. Uh, yeah, because he anticipates that the CIA will be listening to Simon Ross's phone, so he like calls somebody on a different desk and then just says, "Hey, can you put Simon?" He calls Ross on? Owen Jones. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you, that would have been very funny." If, if <laughs> what's up, bestie? <laughs> what's up? What's up, bestie? Have you seen this fucking uh, transphobia article? Incredible. Anyway, can you put Simon Ross on the phone, please? Um, so he leads Paddy Constein, Simon Ross. And incidentally, we should watch Dead Man's Shoes, because that's a great fucking movie with Paddy Constantine. That's a good point. Um, he leads him to a meeting at Waterloo Station. <laughs> Welcome to the second kind of scene in this movie, which is... Um, crowd. It's, yeah, crowd scenes where Jason Bourne is, like, maneuvering around, and the entire time it keeps cutting back to, like, CIA guys going... Right, give me a 1022 on the action. proximity of this. Yeah, and <laughs> this it's, happens like three times in this film. Like, yeah, it's it's like one idea for a scene, and they just keep doing it. Well, the thing is, right? It's also it's but the, at this the point, biggest. Quite good at it because the they've only done it for like three movies. That it's a retread of is where um, uh, uh, Julia Stiles, Nikki Parsons, was like where he arranged that meeting with her in Berlin, and one of That's the right. two Bond, the Bond movies, they blend together. Um, and, with the German protesters. Yeah, with the German protesters. <laughs> uh, is verboten. <laughs> and God, what a what great a movie, set of movies. So, um, so this whole time the CIA has been needing some eyeballs on the street, and the whole time Jason Bourne has been like sort of like evading them easily. Um, and so he sneaks a phone to Simon Ross, and then he sort of like remote control pilots him through the crowds. Um, at evading the CIA um, capture squads, who are I guess gonna like extraordinarily rendition him because he does just like get a guy kidnapped just by accident. Um, yeah, he does yeah, it on the wrong guy, yeah. bit. You're like, right. He <laughs> actually, Jason engineers a different guy getting picked up by the CIA just maybe to like illustrate to this journalist what's going on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, there's a guy over at a bus stop. Stand weirdly close to him, and then like ten minutes later, that guy gets like bundled yeah, into just, a like, car, injected with <laughs> unknown substances, and bundled into a van. So while that guy's enjoying my ideal first date, Paddy Considine is like running <laughs> through different bits of the the concourse at Waterloo Station. I'm trying to fucking remember what happens in this movie. So, so Bourne, Bourne wants same. to know like, who's your source? You must have somebody inside the yeah. CIA who's telling you this shit. 
Um, and then uh, Ross is like, oh, I'll tell you, you, you got to get me out of here. Um, and then Ross panics oh, yeah. and runs. Oh, not we yet, see that not the CIA yet. have we'll, we'll activated a chimp. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, this yeah. is good because like uh, Noah goes, put the asset on standby. And I wrote, they have a chimp in they the building. They have a chimp <laughs> in the location. They have a Professor Chimp ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I shouldn't have loaded. killed Professor Chimp. This should have been... Just like Carl Urban should have been Professor Chip, this should, should have also been. have been Professor Chip. Oh yeah, yeah, same guy. We've, we've just run an experimental Mark Strong cloning program. This that's what the program was. We all we came out weird, and we called him Five O. We commit to this program of cloning <laughs> Mark Strong. Yeah, all right, I'll fucking commit to that. No worries. <laughs> So, so, so Professor Chimp is like uh, climbing up into the the big like. Um, thing behind the switching uh, advertisement billboards mm -hmm. in Waterloo Station. Uh, meanwhile, Jason Bourne is like interrogating the guy. Also, at one point, uh, in the most British move, Simon Ross is about to get to safety, and then he panics because he sees the most British thing of all, a sinister-looking bin man. He does. He really. He, go, he literally. Uh, it's not a great to be, quality. To be fair to him, to be fair to him, yeah. he thought that it might have been a trans woman. <laughs> so he just like bottles it and legs it immediately. The Guardian newspaper. Yeah, but it's not a great drop. But he sees like a a, a suspicious looking bin man, and he goes, "Oh, the bin man." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great drop. Bins, oh, mate. The bin man. He stops to salute the bin man, and is. Uh, <laughs> It's spotted by the CIA. <laughs> yeah. So so he, he tells Jason Bourne that like he was the first of whatever it was, and like this has to do with Blackbriar. It was like an experimental training program. Uh, and now incidentally it's time for me to panic, run out of cover, and get shot, get domed off by Professor Chimp. He gets chimped. Now I, yeah, he, he, does. he does get chimped. And I mean this, this is this is a shame. I mean it establishes threat and everything, but like I almost enjoyed their little like rapport here. It was nice. I thought it was quite nice. This this sort of like sequence really reminded me, and this is a weirdly deep cut here, but it reminded me of the the gameplay of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood online. <laughs> because like yes! it's just a crowd of guys and like One Jason Bourne and like three other guys are all just like walking through this crowd attacking each other in secret it's i don't know it was quite nice i, I um, really enjoyed that most but it was good, was good. anyway wrote, uh, simon uh, ross is dead should have worked for a less transphobic newspaper <laughs> i wrote guardian journalist assassinated no comment uh, <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> oh there, there is there is one fun bit where before, we're doing this all out of order it's because the movie is exactly as disjointed as this uh, all of the shots are like done like this. Mm. Uh, where in order to do the like fight scene, he beats up some CIA guys so he can talk to Simon Ross in the first time. He knocks them all out, apart from one last guy who is just lying on the floor, like, "Ooh, my back." <laughs> that's, to be fair, that's me. <laughs> just like, Ooh, oh shit, give me fuck. like five, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah. He also he gets spotted on the security camera, which occasions the line. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Sorry, wrong Jason Bourne movie where the guy in the control room is saying, Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. It's an easy mistake to make because there's so Jesus many of Christ. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Uh, so, so the guy gets shot, the journalist gets shot, and at this point, the, the, the Brit cops swarm the scene. And I, I learned that British police love whistling as much as oh, German cops love shouting mm. Polizei. 
Yes. Yeah, uh, it's nice that every cop has their own thing. Yeah, that's like genuinely a, bunch a theme of cops throughout this movie. Yeah, it's genuinely a theme in the board movies is that each nation's cops have their own like little battle sound that they have. And for British cops, it's just like whistling. They don't even have whistles. They're just making that noise with their mouths. I'm just waiting for like a group of cops in a Jason Bourne film to do like the UN. Uh, the UN guys in loop on the third shit. It's just like <laughs> they're just piling over each other. Um, Bond takes um, Simon Ross's notebook from his corpse, um, and it's just full of like really transphobic invective. But also um, an address in also an address in in Madrid. Yes, um, we also see that Pam Landy has like uh, the, the, once again the good liberal CIA officer has like arrived on scene in the big control room while they're um like mm-hmm. uh actioning things and she is sort of like quite reluctant about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, we see her and and Noah um skinny Brian Cox having lunch. Uh, we see a lot of both of their shoulders. Um that's main that's main he, my main takeaway from that scene is you've got a really good look an, at their tailoring. He orders a heart healthy omelet because he's gay. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not sure how else to interpret the the heart healthy omelet thing. It's mm-hmm. weird. Um, um, but she, anyway, she's, she's the brilliant because she was in the last film. Yeah, um, and she's she's upset that a reporter got killed, which is very funny for a CIA officer, and that they had a shootout in public, which is even funnier for a CIA officer. Um, but also, I, I just wrote and then down, he's like, "We well, wait for the Guardian." She's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, but the thing is, right. This is this is not known at this point because the Snowden thing wouldn't be for another seven years. But um, if you wanted to keep like some uh, piece of American national security intelligence uh, like apparatus out of the hands of the Guardian, you don't need to kill them. You just ask GCHQ to go to the Guardian's offices and put power drills through a bunch of their hard drives, and it turns out in that situation, what the Guardian will do is help you do it and find you the hard drives and not interfere at all. So it's cool. Just unnecessary. There really. you go. It's it's the truth truth telling bold investigative journalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, from don't the Kill James the Bond podcast. Uh that's that's my official stance. Don't read it. Don't buy it. Don't don't speak to anyone who does. Same as the sun. The best thing yeah. that came out of the Guardian was like this rash of movies where Guardian journalists were crusaders for truth, always wearing the same big puffy jacket for some reason. Mm. Um, like you're sort of they have to share that one. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're fifth estate. This kind of thing. When you're when you get into the Guardian, you're you're issued a big puffy jacket, a wild list of transphobic allegations to make. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a copy of Janice Raymond's transsexual empire. Just like <laughs> you will be tested on this. Yeah, that's, that's what you need the big puffy jacket for, is a place to keep all of the different copies of the Transsexual Empire, um, Irreversible Damage, all of the other sort of like... Uh, yeah. All the other things that you will be rephrasing and printing. Anyway, um, Pam... It's, it's so funny, every time there's a journalist on this podcast, we get like 10 to 15 minutes of, of like materials being like... This guy fucking sucks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie really wants us Guardian? to think about this guy in any like way other than absolute test, um, yeah. and I refuse to do it. No, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, anyway, no, um, Pam, Pam, and Noah figure out 
who the CIA guy is, um, yeah, who's, who's been feeding Simon this was, information. It, this oh is my god, half clever, right? Because the, mm-hmm. the, the the deal is that they do the um, the usual uh, tack tap bypass uh, Wi-Fi connect everybody whose phone was in Turin when uh, when Simon Ross was in Turin, and Pam goes, "Well, no, because he wouldn't fucking keep his phone on him." Everybody keeps their phones on all the time because they need to talk to 15 people at once about how to action things. Therefore, uh, whoever had their phone off during the time when they were meeting, that's probably going to be your guy. And thus they find the guy. Uh, I do I do have a little recording of the uh, the hack hack bypass. Like, this is the vamping that they do while they're looking at computers. Pull up the social. Pull it up. This document, break it over here. What is that? Stop fucking right there. Initials. You know what this is? Bring that up on main. You know what this is? These these are the stimulus response gangsters from Goldfinger. (laughs) (laughs) Give me good numbers, Jimmy. Just open up a new tab. Hey, a new tab just opened up. It's the Thomas Crown. It's Thomas Crown Business Factory. (laughs) It is. Give me good numbers. They're at the intelligence factory. That's right. <laughs> like, is that a fucking... And that music plays throughout the entire movie. Like, uh, is that a document? Bring it up. Is that initials? All right, put that on main. So the CIA and Jason Bourne figure out pretty much at the same time that it's this guy, Neil Daniels, who was Simon Ross's source. He works for the CIA in Madrid, and this sets off the rest of the movie, which is uh, Bourne and the CIA trying to chase each other to him, and the CIA wanting to capture them both. Um... Yeah. So now, what fucking happens in this movie? Born, born, I, mean, I think I, the, 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 I'll, I'll be honest. I was shot twice in the back after failing a covert assassination mission. Right before I recorded this, I've been fished yeah, out fair. of the fucking Mediterranean by a bunch of fishermen, and as such, my clues to what happened in this movie that I saw this morning are largely contained in <laughs> flashes of memory and a little laser pointer thing that was embedded in my back. Just, it's okay, Alice. Just commit to this program. Um, so no, I'm gonna fucking kill that. No, crap. that's not the one. Sorry, sorry. I meant to commit to this program. <laughs> that's not the fucking one. I was on the wrong substance. So, so Jason Bourne. Abby, when she sees a Guardian journalist. <laughs> Jason Bourne. Ab- goes, Abby, the second she gets a brick text. No, I'm gonna fucking kill that cunt. Just activated, ready to go. Jason Bourne goes to the address in Madrid where the CIA insider guy. Oh yeah, I forgot. This is why this is why it threw me off. Right, is because he literally he walks from London to Madrid in one shot. Jason Bourne, it's time for you to go to next location. It's it's not even time for him to go to next location. It doesn't. This is so underwritten that it doesn't even Mm. process as next location unless you're like looking for the title thing that says Madrid, Spain, and you can pretty easily miss that. Especially yeah. if you're currently reeling from how dumb this movie is. But it's not time for them to find him yet, so he's already left. Um, so the CIA sends some operatives there. They send some chimps round. Yep. Bourne these beats these them aren't up. even chimps. They're just regular guys. Oh, they don't stand a chance. This one is the worst one ever because it's in like a pitch black room and they just have a fight. And it's yeah. it's still shaky and cuddy. And I wrote, here's where I'd put my action scene if I could see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, what like, he does is some Home Alone shit. He tapes a. A flashlight to an oscillating like room fan mm-hmm. to make them think that the shadows are moving, so there's someone in the other room in order to ambush them and knock them unconscious. Yeah, they they're really leaning into this like 
they did it a bit in the earlier films where like okay this guy is so fucking good he's so good you don't even know Mm. what he's doing when he fights people and they've just lent into it by making it literally impossible to know what he is doing (laughs) during a fight so you see him win a fight and you're like I don't know how he did that Jason Bourne just put two guys on the ground fine I I don't cool yeah okay whatever we never like see him come in and then like look at the fan and we never have a chance to figure out like oh he's gonna do this he's all he's just basically just like super powered um yeah he's one step ahead of us the audience which is is fine if we get like given some of the clues as well and we can try to get it but it's just it's so at, at, also at Nikki's point, there yeah Nikki walks in Ju- Julia Stiles walks in uh, and yeah they, Nikki they finally give us something to do in this movie and curiously five lines she doesn't uh, she doesn't hold a grudge against Jason for more or less torturing her at gunpoint in Berlin mm-hmm. in the previous movie yeah, I would she, she, she's, she's, she's fine with it like um, the, the CIA call her and she uses the the big like I'm actually fine code response rather than the I'm not fine. Jason Bourne is holding me hostage code response because she likes him. And <laughs> yeah, no, like we have reason to believe Jason Bourne might be in the area. And it and comes like, back. And he's like no? stood in the room <laughs> with her. And she's like, really? Are you still going off? Yo, that's Jason crazy, that's crazy, Jason. Bourne. So uh, I, I I appreciate that. I also appreciate in like the second smart thing that Pamela Landy has done in these two movies uh, is is to be like. As soon as she gives the like, Jason Bourne is not here. Code is like, yo, Jason Bourne's in the fucking room with her. Hundred uh, percent, Jason Bourne is there. <laughs> because she she immediately starts talking about how, listen, Jason Bourne's being hunted by the CIA. Not me though. I think he's cool and handsome. I think he's based. Actually, if I could, if, if I could get a message to him, if only that were possible, what I would <laughs> I say a- to Jason Bourne <laughs> is, say, keep it up, Tiger. Let's go, big dog. <laughs> You're do- you're doing great, <laughs> and there's there is a nice little like sequence of things where where Noah is like, all right, how long before backup gets there? And a guy holds up like five fingers, mm-hmm. uh, and he and he goes on the phone to Nikki. All right, backup's gonna get there in about an hour. Just hold tight. And then as soon as she hangs up, Jason's like, how long have I got? And she's like, three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's playing each other and they all know they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this like whole a- script was written on like three levels of obfuscation, which are unnecessary because yeah, I, everyone I, is I fully over like it. This bit. So, I so, like it. No, it's so, good. So back in New York, uh, Pam like takes Noah into his office and we literally just retread the Brian Cox, it was a secret mm. CIA kill squad scene. It's the, yeah. same thing. it's the same fucking thing, except there is one difference. You don't have difference. clearance to find out about this. What if I did? All right, it was a secret CIA yeah, kill yeah. squad. She's like, she's like, what is Blackbriar? I can't tell you that. No, but really, though, what is Blackbriar? I dare you. Oh, no more damn, getting the you bad dare guys me. caught on our sights than watching them escape while we wait for someone in Washington to issue the order. And uh, the thing yeah. is, right... One of the things that, that Noah says to Pam at this point is, you've, you've seen the raw intelligence. You know the data, the, the, like, you know the danger is real. We're not just like inventing it like we were previously. And to me, this is like a, a slightly little bit of uh, like more erosion of the sort of fucked lib principles of the Bourne movies, because originally it was like, oh, it's a CIA kill squad that the CIA uses to like manage both American interests, but also its own reputation. And now 
like, Brian Cox never got a, actually, this is good what I'm doing, it's based. Instead, he just had to be like, ah, you wouldn't understand, I'm old and also mm. extremely corrupt. Whereas this guy gets to be like, listen, we have the same objectives in mind, maybe we differ over the means, but I'm actually, like, on on the right side here. Yeah, and we see this... that the director, Director Kramer, like knows about this illegal yeah. operations. And it's, it's just this little wedge in the door of sort of like legitimizing extrajudicial killing, mm. uh, like lack of government oversight of US intelligence, all of these things. This was a couple of years before um, intelligence operatives in real life started whistleblowing. I'm talking about people like FBI agent Terry Albury started coming out and saying, actually, this evidence of, like, the threat, we've actually just been faking that. That's all just made up. Um, yeah. And before, like, all the scandals broke about them just, like, openly committing entrapment against people for no Sure, reason. but you can't, you can't, like, unring that bell. Once you've, yeah, once you've put in the movie, like, the threat is real, therefore mm -hmm. the highly illegal measures that we're using to, to address that threat may be unacceptable to you, but they are legitimate in that sense you can't then mm. go back and be like actually all of that shit was wrong our yeah. bad also um the neil daniels the guy who is passing the information to the journalist has all the receipts of blackbriar he he's he's, he's got, got on the, the like, run with the screenshots data. of the dangerous group yeah. chats all yeah. of this so we've all oh, got shit a he's in slurs chat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. He's, he's been in dev's computer and taken all their screenshots um, Fuck. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, so Jason and uh, and Nikki go on the run together, um, and we get this little scene where, which I feel sort of t in two minds about, right? Where they sort of imply in a sort of ambiguous way that they had a relationship together. And I'm glad you picked up on that. And he just doesn't mm. remember, and because she my goes, big like, question is like, why is she helping him? Yeah, and I, I guess it's he kind of like. An old flame thing, and she's like, you know, it was difficult for me with you, and you, you really, you really don't remember, and there's this kind of like unspoken thing that that goes between them. Now, I, 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 I don't know. It's compelling, right? It fits in actually quite well with her character on the previous two things. It explains yeah. her not like minding too much being tortured by him, but it's Ooh. also a bit misogynist. I would just say a wee bit, just a wee bit. It is. I mean, it was it was interesting because I was like, oh, it is kind of a mystery why she's helping him, and it, it is an interesting idea that maybe he had a life beforehand and mm. people who loved him and stuff. Um, I thought that was interesting. I was looking forward to the movie, you know, explaining this or oh, no. going into it further. Oh no, uh, she has five lines. We'll, we'll find out whether or not it does. Anyway, uh, we've got to go to Tangier, because that's where this fucking guy is. Tangier, Tangier for a, like an hour-long sequence, which I have summarized as tough men on small mopeds. Um, yeah, so the CIA activate, to activate happen. another Professor Chimp yes. to kill different chimp. Daniels. Different Chimp. Um, um, Nikki because, like, waylays him with a, like, a, a saying, hey, you're going to meet me here, I'll give you a new phone. And then Bourne follows him, and he's like, he's going to lead us right to Daniels. The CIA tracking everybody involved on a big board as if they've all been injected with smart blood. Like, when the courier goes off course, they're like, oh, he went off course on Google Maps, or like, like you're watching your courier on Uber Eats or whatever. Like, like the tips going down. Why would you go in that direction, mate? There's fucking bollards down there. That's a one-way street, for fuck's sake. Noah's gone off the deep end. Noah's like, right, Activate a chimp. We're gonna kill Nikki as well. And Pam's yes. like, "You can't kill her. She's one of our own." And he's like, "Ah, screw the rules. I have." CIA. I'm a thinly veiled allegory for the Bush administration 
and therefore it's actually fine for me to to start killing my own people. And she asks him like, "Where where will this end?" And he goes, "Well, it ends when we win." Um, <laughs> which is inadvertently a great description of how liberals came to feel about all of these things. Um, so any day now, I'm sure. Yes, oh, it's coming, baby. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, oh, they say the next uh, like blue on blue assassination will be ordered by a woman president. Um, <laughs> so so. Uh, Jason Bourne chases the the new chimp to Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne <laughs> to, to to where Daniels is going, which is a bank because of some fucking contrivance about how he needs to withdraw money. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Poorly explained in a movie doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Also, they're both riding silly little mopeds. That's important to note because yeah. the chimp misdirects Jason Bourne. He like lays a big a big bag that says bomb on it in one direction, and instead leaves the real bomb next to Daniels's car in his silly little moped. Mm. Um, so so Daniels is then killed with this explosion, but this has a case worse than No Time to Die of the bomb that just makes you go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Jason Jason yeah, Bourne is standing not three feet away from this car that blows up. We don't even yeah, completely obliterates the car that is further from the bomb than Jason. Tinnitus like, had not been invented yet. They hadn't invented that cool thing where you like uh, get up from a bomb blast and there's no like sound and there's like ringing. So instead, he just kind of gets up and he's like, he's not even dirty. He's just like, oof, okay. Like, so down, that's crazy. All right. <laughs> He had an extra life. It's wild. Um, uh, then there's, I assume, a motorbike chase, but my notes say I can't see what's happening. What's, um, well, the thing is, right, I, I, I very much can't see what's happening. Um, but also, it's this, this is where the crowd thing gets racist, right? Because mm. we're, we're, we're still, once again, using like chase through crowd to establish threat. But this time, the crowd is sort of filmed as more... Fractious as more of an mm. obstacle, and if you watch these movies with the subtitles on, as I do, you may know that the throughout this scene, all of the dialogue, because there's no dialogue from from Nikki who is running from the chimp, or from the chimp, or from Bourne, uh, all of the dialogue is subtitled as chattering in Arabic. When the mm. bomb goes off, like a bunch of a bunch of Moroccans just kind of like run up and like stand around yelling, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's which is. Notably different to the guy getting shot in Waterloo Station, where a bunch of British people did not just like run up and go, "Ew, what's all this thing?" <laughs> that would have been very funny. Chattering though. in British. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> chattering in British. <laughs> the chattering classes of this once great nation. So yeah, th- th- so Nikki is running from. This scene was actually filmed. Like this whole sequence was filmed during Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So like. All of these extras, and which no is having everyone a looks so around twenty four seven, yeah, on no water, no food, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. it's like, it's like just come on, man. Also, <laughs> you, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up some of the cinematography of this because it's something that the the Bond movies do as well, right? Is mm. the sort of the ethnicity of a crowd very much depicts how much of an obstacle they are to you? Uh, if yeah. you compare, for instance, it's uh, a slightly scale from English up to German slash. Moroccan, yeah, well, like in, in Casino Royale, in Casino Royale, where we start yeah, with the, like uh, uh, snake fighting or whatever, and then Bond has to mm. like chase that bomber through that crowd. Oh yeah, like also in Tangier, th- I think. There's lots of shots of like people's faces looking angry, people getting in Bond's way. Uh, same here. Whereas 
in Skyfall, where he's chasing Silver through the underground, um, there aren't really that many. If you watch it back, it's mostly like people are deliberately melded into the background. So too in Waterloo Station here. Um, it's mm. very much sort of like an ambient environmental condition rather than check out these fucking guys. That's um, a very good point, Alice. That's a very good, yeah, yeah. good catch. So, so that's the that's the high quality analysis that this podcast provides. That's fucking right. I am sim- I am simply slamming the big "it's racist" button. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Guess what, boys? It is racist. So, so, some uh-huh. cool, silly little Moroccan cop cars. Also, the Moroccan cops are wearing like fifties uniforms, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like watch chains and everything to it. So yeah, I'm with you on this one. There is quite a tense scene where the chimp is closing in on Nikki and she's <laughs> running away. If you if you weren't aware of uh, the why we call the Treadstone agents that, this would be so much. This worse. one would be fa- fascinatingly <laughs> racist. This one, considering that this man is Moroccan. No, 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 no. Professor Chimp. Uh, no, it, this is just all of them happen to yeah, be yeah, Professor yeah. Chimp. Yeah, Mark Strong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mark Strong um, brackets Moroccan. Jason um, Bourne runs through some people's houses. We get that famous shot where he parkours through a, a window that they use in the trailer a lot. Yeah, he, um, he, he learned that from Castell in the first movie. Yeah, um, he has I, a fight with Professor Chimp, and well, my Professor notes say, Chimp. I can't see it. This is like being in a washing machine. <laughs> Professor Chimp genuinely like struggles to keep up with Nikki, and it's like, how the fuck do you lose the only woman with blonde highlights for a 500-mile radius? Um, but no, he's he 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 gets her into a house. Jason, I ask myself that every day. Oh my god, <laughs> hell! Also, Nikki get, Nikki gets one stunt, which is to make a comically small parkour jump. It's about five feet, and it's like it's obviously like not off the ground at all. And meanwhile, whoever is doubling for Jason Bourne is having to fling themselves through sugar glass window. It's very funny. <laughs> there, there is also uh, like they deploy a slightly cooler kind of cop after him, like in Mirror's Edge. Once he starts parkouring, I guess because you, you can't parkour like, shit, in, like, in the parkour tunic, so they bring in like cops and like cool baseball caps and shit instead, which I, I vastly prefer. So yeah, th- they fight inside a washing machine. Jason Bourne beats him up with a book. I, I, I guess it's the copy of Irreversible Damage he got off of Simon Ross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And he kills him. Using that to cause irreversible damage. Which <laughs> yeah. would be, would ah, be it's a ah. bit. It's very clever. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Jason Bourne then kills him, and Nikki sees this. Nikki does try to intervene in the fight, and she gets kicked three times in the face inside a second, <laughs> like and is then instantly. unconscious for the rest of the fucking scene. It's yeah, so, that's, a, just that's like, a 1960s level of what do we do with a woman in this fight scene. It's a, no, it's not only 1960s, but it's also what they did to Madeline Swan in fucking Spectre yeah, when is. Dave Batista threw a dinner in her face. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. Go, she goes. <laughs> Jason Bourne, you don't you don't have to be Jason Bourne anymore, and then gets Batista. <laughs> <Bond>. <laughs> Oh, 
so, anyway. so good. It's so good. And they did that with fucking... <laughs> to be fair, they did that with Alas in the previous movie when she was like, you don't have to be Jason Bourne. And she gets aced by a fucking um, Carl oh, Urban. Urban. I, 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 I want you to know that at one point in one of the she many open up a new tab priority one computer scenes, they do open up Nikki's file. And in her file, it says, for just long enough to read it if you're paying attention, that she is proficient in karate and kung fu. <laughs> so- <laughs> Really? No, yeah, it does. It does. It does say that. Uh, so she 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 sees him kill the guy, and I mean this this culminates by the way in them having a fight where Bourne's weapon is a towel. And I, I, how do you do a towel fight with no jokes in it? This is like a, a, a poor nation that does not have Jackie Chan doing this shit. In my Bourne's opinion. weapon is a blur. I I cannot tell what is happening in your visual medium. Which is a bad thing. But anyway, mm. I Bourne wins, I assume, because he continues to be in the film. Yeah, Bourne, Bourne kills the guy, and yeah, she, I'm noticing she's he's still there. She's horrified by this, which is a bit fucking rich after a three movies. She's been involved in fucking B, Treadstone for like was, six years. She, she was in charge of logistics. Yeah. What did she think he needed all of the like <laughs> guns for? <laughs> she's just like, I didn't realize you were killing people. Oh, shit! Jesus oh Christ. fuck! Oh my god! What? Wow! So this movies. Oh my god! They they go on the run, and I want you to know that she has no more dialogue at this point. Oh, she she st- ran out of lines like two scenes ago. She she does not speak. What she does do is she cuts and dyes her hair to go on the run, and it's a deliberate uh, retread of them of fucking Franco Potente doing the same thing in the Born yeah. Identity. And, and this I, is where I thought, oh, we're gonna. We're gonna make something of this, like yeah. you know, that like we're gonna reveal that they had a relationship, maybe, and then then Nikki gets on a bus and leaves the film and does not come back. Yes, Say goodbye, yes. Nikki. Jason, Jason, um. like sees her and is like, "Oh shit, that's the same thing as from like two movies ago. Why do all of the women that I end up uh, with like cut their hair really short and dye it black?" Anyway, um, I'm gonna like. Why do all the women I end up with turn out to be lesbians? Anyway, not <laughs> yeah. gonna think about this. So he he bears his soul to her a bit. He's like, I remember the names of all the people, I, uh, names, the faces of all of the people I've killed, um, and I tr- I've tried to like apologize for it and make up for it, but it's like it's not something that I can ever be forgiven for. I'm a sad Jason Bourne. None of this lands at all. She, but it's yeah, mostly like, she, she she does she can't fucking say anything. She, say she doesn't anything. have any she lines. Just leaves and like. This, she's not <laughs> she's being like, hunted okay, by bye. the CIA. And, and he says like, to her, verbatim, he goes, it gets easier. No, it fucking doesn't. Well, see, I've been watching the these movies. I, I, I like that line, right? Because it's like, getting it's, worse. It's, it's obviously a lie, right? But to me, it, as he puts her on the bus when, when he just goes, yeah, it gets easier without any prompting from her, that does more for, like, Jason Bourne's humanity and compassion for me than, like, him being like, oh, I'm sad, because it's like, yeah. he's, no, like, it. trying... I, 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 yeah, I get it. It's it's good, kind of. But, but like, we've just... So she completely throws her career away and puts her, as we've mm-hmm. seen, her life very much in danger, presumably oh, yeah. forever, yep. commits oh, yeah. a treason, and we just, like, we never find out why. She just leaves the film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Quite literally, put on a bus. Um, yeah. It's bad. It's real. She doesn't bad. even come back at the end. Oh, actually, we do <laughs> see her at the end. Doesn't get any more lines though. Yeah. But- As she goes out on the bus, she touches her stomach one time to be like, I'm pregnant, Jason <laughs> Bourne, and it is your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she touched his penis one time in that mm-hmm. hotel room. Um, so, at That's this how it point, happens, man. You can J- never be too careful. Jason, Jason Bourne. 
Uh, goes to next location. Well, he, the way he, he has does. to find out next location, I wrote in in all caps because <laughs> he goes and gets the personal effects of the guy who got blown up, uh, and he reads through his papers and he finds like a fragment of paper which has the fucking CIA secret facility letterhead. It has. Oh, I love this it, 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 it has the CIA seal and it has the street. Address in the New York. The only bit of paper that isn't burned is the bit that says next location. And at this point, it's we, a perfect film, actually. We, at this point, <laughs> so the movie then has to loose. gaslight all three of us because you remember how, in the end of <laughs> the fucking mm. Born Supremacy, we see Pam in her office in New York, and she's like, "Your real name is David Webb. You were born four fifteen seventy one in Nixon, Missouri." Uh, and and Jason Bourne does the amazing fucking "Ooh, I'm watching you," even though we're on the phone thing, and then just leaves. Right? What? Yeah, yeah, the Jason Bourne special. The Jason Bourne special. <laughs> oh, that's what, coming. Don't worry. What if what if we re, what if we redid that exact scene, but in a way that didn't make any sense, and also never address like they. Like, what if we just fucked with you on purpose as a bit? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. So Jason Bourne goes to New York City. He goes to the the address and. The, the the secret CIA facility which has like overlooked windows and no curtains because he just looks in with a sort of fucking monocular sees Pam, sees Noah sees Noah taking some files out of his safe and sees the cover of those files is labelled Blackbriar. Yeah, really clearly. Yeah, let me just show <laughs> this to the window distance. that I show this, this secret file to <laughs> yeah. the window let me hold it up and then what happens is that he fucking reruns the, the ending scene from the Born Supremacy. He just does it again, and it's reshot, so you, <laughs> which makes you feel insane. Because if they just showed the same movie again, it might have some continuity problems. But it would make you think, oh, okay, this is like that. That was like disjointed in time, and now mm. we're getting to yeah. see it for real. What I'm sure I, what he had seems, a rifle in the last one, not a monocular. What it seems, what it seems yeah. like when you're watching this one. Is he has just done the exact same move? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so funny. He's to gone do it back to her, to her office, and she picks him. She picks up the phone and gives him the exact same conversation. It's like, listen, I, I, like, I you're just going back to an NPC and like doing another dialogue tree just in case there's something new, but it's the same again. Mister Clare is helping me find my gun. Jeff, Jeff Dipshit, Jason Webb, Craig Fingersuck, Webb. David Webb. David, David Webb. Your real David, name David is... Williams. Fucking. <laughs> Your real name. <laughs> David, David Mitchell. Robert fuck? Webb. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Robert Webb. That's right. Yeah, your uh, real name is Robert Webb. Uh, you you, you are, are also weirdly transphobic. <laughs> yeah. Very concerned about the teenagers. Um, um, but also this this time it has a double meaning, right? Because she's trying to to lead him on to the location of the facility where they did all of the Blackbriar training, which is at four fifteen East Seventy First Street. And so she tells him, mm. "Your real name is Robert Webb. You were born on uh, day four fifteen of the of East Seventy Fourth Day." Um, <laughs> This is, this is not a code. Yeah. The feast of East 74th Day. I saw it's East 74th, Miss. Are you that boy? What day is it? Why, sir? She, um, she tells him next location, and then she leaves she to go and meet Jason Bourne. The CIA listening but, in talking. She but, leaves but, to go but, and meet him. He still does the thing because that's the way they wrote the scene in the first thing, where he's like, I, "I'm watching you from your window." 
Which like, gives away his yeah, fucking so- location for yeah. no reason. Fam, you're looking tired, which is again a fucked thing to say to someone who is objectively helping you. Yeah, at this you point. look like shit, by the way. <laughs> but 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 when <laughs> that was just his intel. like line to like flex yeah, yeah. and leave, it made sense. But he's about to like get her help to infiltrate. <laughs> it's about to meet up thing. with her, <laughs> and immediately he's like, "Hey, I'm ready for Noah I'm ready like- for our date." And I'm like, "Yeah, you look fucking tired as shit." By the way. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Negging, Alice. Um, yeah, and the entire time Noah is listening into the conversation and he uses this information to be like, yeah, he's right fucking outside. <laughs> I need a ten block, need a lockdown ten of a lockdown. For the third ten. time in this film, the third oh time God, in the movie, the, the Jason Bourne is going to meet somebody in a public place, the CIA are following, and a chimp is activated. I feel like it's going insane. Like this film is like half an hour that just repeats again and again. Act and we're like, do that three times. Yeah. Absolutely. Fill in the rest with the music. But this time it's a fake Because Noah and the boys, they get in the van so that they can go mobile. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's my favorite fucking thing. Is like he says, "Get the vehicles. We're going mobile." It's like, dude, that's what a vehicle <laughs> is. It does get the vehicles? I'm saying this often. <laughs> I would love to get the vehicles. We're going mobile. Uh, but so they go. They go to the meeting place. The CIA are following Pam, and then Jason Bourne calls Noah. And it's like, yeah, what good. up? This is good. What up? What up? You are also yeah, looking Noah ugly now, like, my dudes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, I was wondering when I would get this phone call. <laughs> he's like, where are you at? And he's like, I'm, uh, I'm in my office. Exactly that long a pause. And Jason goes, <laughs> yeah. I don't reckon you are, bud. He's like, how do you know? And Jason's like, I'm in your office. Slam. He's like, he does the Bourne special. But this is such a this. I really like this one. I think this is a good Born special. Mm. This is yeah, my I like this one. one too. Yeah, well, he grabs all he of gets his, his everything folders. out of the safe yeah, and just he... like books it out of the CIA building. Un- not clear unmolested. how he got in cool. or out, but whatever. Yep, not important. Jason Bourne. Um, so now he has mm. to go and and meet Pam because they just forget about Pam. The second yeah, they're like, we, we got to go back and go back to Noah's office. They're like, okay, fuck it. We got to go mobile in the opposite direction, and they just leave her. <laughs> Knowing that Jason Horn wants they follow to meet her, her to the meeting. Oh yes, that's a good. No, yes, you're right. They do just be like, just, yeah, no, just nobody stay it. behind and leave. watch her. Yeah, very good. So she it's she cool. she she goes to the the coded location, four fifteen East seventy fourth Street, Wallaby Way, Sydney. I can't see what is happening. I can't see Jason the, the Bourne, car chase. Jason Bourne gets here. in a car chase. It it kind of fucks, you but it would so. fuck more if I could see. Um, what was happening? And he does the fucking special again. He has another special, which is to crash a different dude's car and then let it's him exactly live. Exactly the same. It's exactly the same <laughs> as the ending I'm going of the insane. previous one. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. You were meant to see these movies about eighteen months apart. If you watch them within six months of each other, your brain will leak out of your fucking ears. It's because he he dispatches his adversary, the, the chimp, the, chimp. The, the OG chimp, the original chimp, um, in, in the sort of noble tradition of car fighting, uh, car jutsu, uh, in which mm-hmm. Jason Bourne driving like a stolen NYPD car, like slams him into a divider and then lets him live and crucially, he sees that he like lets him live. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So then he he goes and meets Pam at the the secret location, which is I guess just a hospital or something. Yeah, yeah. We also see that Noah calls the hospital ahead and and tells Discount Brian Cox, "Will you commit to this program, man?" Yes. He's like, "Jason Bourne's on his way." And Discount Brian Cox is like, "No, I'm going to stay here rather than flee actually because we need to end the film now." So Dis- Discount Brian Cox <laughs> He's is like, "Actually, the movie needs to stop." Al- Albert <laughs> Albert Finney doing a sort of faintly foghorn leghorn accent. Will you commit to this program? I'm just a simple country psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Now, will you commit this to this simple here country program? MK Ultra program? Pam wants to Lincoln Project the CIA. So Jason Bourne gives her all the documents from Noah's safe and is like, yeah, here's the documents. The best ideology, because he asks, why are you helping me? And she tells him. This isn't what I signed up for. They did you, Blackbriar. This isn't us. Looking Thomas. through my big history of everything <laughs> the CIA has ever done. Oh no. Oh shit, I'm getting the sense this might be us, fellas. What did you sign up for exactly after 9-11? Um, what, what what did why did you join the CIA? She's deputy director of the fucking CIA. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's but she must she's have been doing it for fucking decades. <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta at some point be like maybe maybe this is us yeah. actually I, I don't know. she thought like- CIA stands for chillin it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> it's so she she does this like incredibly incredibly lip range <laughs> of, of like no we have to stand for the original values of the CIA whatever I assume those were <laughs> Bro, I'll fucking sign up for the chill. We shouldn't we shouldn't be killing you, Jason oh Bourne. The United God. Fruit Company doesn't have any beef with you. <laughs> the cool <laughs> intelligence agency. <laughs> the it's- chimp. Until, anyway, um, we've, we've, we've been getting flashbacks of Jason Bourne's training at this facility throughout the movie, which have been, which, which have mostly been. Will you commit to this program? And the only no. real flashback that he gets is Albert Finney goes, "Will you commit to this program?" <laughs> he he gets goes, "Another flashback." <laughs> he, go, he goes, "I." He goes, I can't, and then Albert Finney has a couple of guys put a hood on him and dunk him into a big tank of water. My <laughs> ideal they bring second him back day. in and go, would you like to commit to this <laughs> yeah, program? Is- and he goes, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see him committing to the program, essentially, yes. is what we... Yes, we see he, the he, he, he commits to the program as a young <laughs> as a young army officer. He's a captain, by the way, because that's the only cool rank you can have. Yeah, you're absolutely right that that is the coolest yeah. rank. It's you the only on cool. A TF I'm gonna ago. I'm gonna start, but I'm gonna start calling myself a captain because it's cool, <laughs> Captain Webb. Um, and you're like, cat. There's Captain Price, and then also Soap McTavish. Also, yeah, he's gets, also like, he just gets he's jumped also a captain. to captain because it's cool. Um, and then they both just get to be captain. Yeah, he's a captain. Yeah, it's he's cool. A captain. Um, I, Nate was a captain. He wants to like I commit think. commit to this program. And what the program is is they like we will psychologically torture you until you like lose all trace of your former identity. We're gonna brainwash you. Not sure why you need to do that to a volunteer, but we're gonna brainwash. I you. I wouldn't sign up for this personally. And, I don't know. and and your missions will help save American lives. And in order to prove it and to commit to this program, you have to shoot this random guy, which is. It's like that. It's like fucking jokes about the CIA recruitment thing. It's like you know the. It's really funny. You no, know, I had to beat him to death with the chair leg because the gun was fake. That joke. It's literally there's just a guy. <laughs> you don't know the joke. 
Yeah, I didn't know that joke. It's funny. I was reminded of it. So, um, yeah, no, there's just a guy handcuffed in the side. Don't read into us all knowing that joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's because we're all misogynist. Um, So the the guy. We're all in the CIA. Well, that's, that's right. right. Uh, we also all know what color the boathouse is at Hereford, things of this mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. There's just a guy handcuffed in the side of the room, uh, and and uh, Borden stroke Webb shoots him, and Albert Finney goes, you are no longer David Webb. It's- <laughs> this is the moment that you have <laughs> truly become go Jason Borden. It's better than my shot at fucking... <laughs> Smoking too now long. you are Professor Chimp. You have finally <laughs> become a chimp. And then he like shoots this guy and then and then he Yeah, it's very funny to like kick down the door of the spy and be like, Why did you do this to me? What what why me? And just be like, Yo, you straight up hey, came you to us. You came brother. to us, bro. Yeah. That that's quite you walked funny. In the door and were like, make me a chimp. <laughs> like, I will do anything to protect this country there. It is, therefore, it is quite whatever. a cool idea though, and I do wish the film had lent into this idea harder that like patriotism can be turned to evil ends. Like that mm. is kind of the theme of the movie. That's sort of what's happened with Noah. I wish we'd sort of lent a little bit harder into that because it's a nice, it's it's nice that they finally like found yeah. a theme, you know. The, the, the 2000 and se- 2007, yeah, so that. it also manages to get a little bit of like Hollywood has become aware that torture exists, but not really what it is, other than you put a hood on someone and maybe you like dunk them in some water. They've and heard so that water's involved. Where yeah, where was Abu? When when did Abu Ghraib? When did that come out? Um, let me check that actually. Because the because the um. The guy's in the corner with like a black hood and an orange jumpsuit. It's it's very like Abu Ghraib, the imagery. Uh, well, that came out in two thousand and four, so it's okay, three so, three years later. Yeah. They're they're, they're yeah, clearly they playing off time. of that, but it's like the sort of PG thirteen version where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, the United States, we we might do some bad things because of red tape. The threat is real, but as a consequence of that, maybe we'll put the wrong guy in a hood and then dunk him in some water once or twice. Yeah, and, and ask, importantly, ask him they're not doing this. this program. They're not doing this at a black site in like fucking Guantanamo Bay or in like Iraq. They're doing it. At East Seventy First Street in the yeah. middle of Manhattan. There's nobody standing around taking photos of it and like jerking off, like no. Which no. in real life you don't they know were. that it's just not shown. Um, so yeah. so yeah, he he fucking. That's how you commit to the program. He he, um, he shoots will you the. Commit to this program. He, he Sorry, shoot, I'm last stop week, doing yes. That. <laughs> he, he, he shoots the evil psychiatrist, and then no, he doesn't. He no, refuses he to. No, he refuses to. But he, he says, says, I'm he not goes, Jason Bourne anymore, you. apart from when I do the movie Jason Bourne in like yeah. five years. He, well, actually, the, the line which like, I kind of like now that I remember it is that you don't deserve oh, the like star on the wall they'll give you. But then yeah, what, what he does is he exits like James Bond inspector because the <laughs> next shot is him jumping through a window outwards. The room yeah. has no like windows shown. I think he might even leave any location. underground. <laughs> He's just and he just like books it. Um, we, and then Professor Chimp arrives. Professor Chimp arrives, holds him at gunpoint, and he's like, "Why didn't you kill me?" And Jason sort of like unionizes the chimps through he the guidance the original of his Chimp. mentor, Professor Chimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's actually true. Yeah, he says <laughs> like, you know, look look at us, look what they make us give, look what they they fucking turn us into. Uh, so I'm gonna give you this like union authorization card. Um, and if you could like just tick yes on that, I'll put you on the list, and we'll we'll get back to you. And maybe we can organize Blackbriar project, the Operation Blackbriar, um, and get some like better paying conditions around here. And at this point, the 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 chimp is so totally swayed by this that he's like, okay, cool. 
I'm, I'm just going like, to leave now. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And then Noah appears and shoots him off a roof into the river. Yes. Yeah. It, it is so, so funny how, how, how the like agent chimp is just like, you know what? You make a good point. This is kind of fucked up of me. And it took <laughs> me a car crash to realize this. <laughs> Straight up like down. That is crazy, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe I'm, maybe it's bad. Maybe I shouldn't have committed then- to this program. Then what fucking music kicks in, baby? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, Fuck. Because we see Sorry, Pam. There's additional. Pam testifies in front of the Senate. This is the most lib shit yeah, ever. This what is happens funny. is everybody goes to jail, right? The director, <laughs> director <laughs> Kramer, director Kramer is arrested. Vosn is arrested. Uh, Albert Finney is arrested, and it's like, okay, so the CIA was willing to kill a journalist. A civilian journalist of an al- of an allied country in public in that country in order to maintain the secret of Operation Blackbriar, and this was sanctioned at the highest levels. And you're telling me that because of some fucking faxes, the director of the CIA goes to fucking federal prison? Bollocks. It's so funny. You don't even get it's like so a fucking, fucking funny. It's not even like a, a church committee where they like, hey, ask them about, hey, maybe you should, you know, tell us about uh, the program that you had all of these guys committing to. No, no, no. It's fully like there are arrests, there are guys getting put in the back of cars, there are prosecutions. It's a massive political scandal. I don't believe the United States <laughs> is capable of supporting a massive political scandal about the CIA doing any of the shit that the CIA actually did in any way other than it either never leaks out or it leaks out and it's fine because no one cares. It's such a like a we videoed the crimes and put them on the internet and everyone rose up and it's yeah, just the like, end of years and years. Yeah, who do you, who no, do you think is going to be watching this? Oh, everybody. And it's, it's, oh, everyone. No, no one gives a fuck. Why would anyone care about this? <laughs> He was a guardian journalist. President. Why would you not just lie about this? Like you've lied about like everything else. Why? Why? How not bury this? It's so. It's it would be buried so so bad. Yeah, no. There's just no chance any of this would go. Or it would just like it. It would be like in the intercept or whatever or some shit like that and then uh you know six Pamela ma- Landley would very politely put herself into a suitcase um yeah, and then that's- yeah, yeah. as would the journalist who who printed it in the intercept would just be like you know mm-hmm. would kill themselves by shooting themselves in the back of the head in the car yep yep yeah, a yep. couple of times um that was the best I of us. To get into my car start the ignition and scatter myself over three or four blocks mm-hmm. um or, mm. or, or conversely, like it would go to a journalist who the source would then disappear or spend a long time in federal prison, and then that journalist would get really weird on Twitter over the next few years. Um, to, to say. <laughs> Glenn <laughs> Greenwald reference. Uh, um, it is a Glenn Greenwald. Yeah. I wasn't going to say. <laughs> so, so, so Jason um, Bourne has been yeah. shot. He's like lying in the fucking East River. Uh, and we cut to, to Nikki, who was like in a coffee <laughs> the, the, shop. The source would end up in prison and then transition whilst in prison. That's right. And then date Grimes for a J- bit. Jason Bourne transitions, dates Grimes. This is all factual. Yeah, um, this is, yeah. This I, I remember. I, I saw that this happened actually. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was weird. This is real. Yeah. Um, well, it's, I mean, you know, it's nice to take the the, the series in a new direction. I, I would say. <laughs> Bourne, Bourne knows the ways of the fisherman. Um, so that's true. Like, tell, like God, the salmon. He he swims the towards the salmon. ocean. Yeah. To, to yeah. He jumps into the spawn. river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he turns pink and his jaw gets really fucked up. He goes home. 
That's just electrolysis. That's what it does to you. Happens to the best of us. <laughs> we see Nikki hearing the news and she's like, oh man, that's crazy. Everyone's been arrested. Uh, nobody wants to talk to me though, so I'm fine. Uh, also, they haven't cool. found Jason Bourne's body, so I'm just going to smile because I know he's alive. That's the movie. And that's the movie. Bourne Ultimatum. Do, 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 do. So, I know you have it. I, I mean, fuck me. I think I actually do. I know you do. <laughs> oh, the Bitman. Will you commit to this program? Will you commit to this program? Will you commit to this bin man? <laughs> so, um, so we, yeah. we we have we we at one point had two science based systems on this podcast. We had a science based system called Operation Treadstone, and then a science based system called Operation Blackbriar, which was largely the same, mm-hmm. but um, but turned out to be seeing, slightly more contrived. After seeing the audience at the live show chant the word "scum," um, we decided to bring the scum system back. Yes, it's fun. yeah, it's, it's, easy yes. To remember. it's cool. It's based. We're, we're going to retroactively. So, so the the, the gutter. The girth section is gone. Uh, Awe Akwe Wale, we hardly knew you, but it's yeah, gone, girth, it's over. The girth section has unfortunately been taken up back. As, and, uh, as, as with anything with a lot of trans people involved in it, the girth diminishes very rapidly and unexpectedly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so what we have instead is the science-based scum system Why once gone, again yeah. for smarm, cultural insensitivity, unprovoked violence, and misogyny. So how do we think the Born Ultimatum does on smarm? Not what smarm is there in Bourne? There's no smarm in Bourne. He gets no. a little bit when he's when he does his Jason Bourne move. He's like, if we were in your office, we'd have been having this. Like, you know, yeah, I'm wanting to give him a like point a or one. two for his repeated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of the like, all of the lib Bournes. shit is entirely earnest. Like Pam Landy's like, yeah, no, this is not who we are. She's not like waggling her eyebrows at all. There, she's fully she's like, like, this isn't who we are. This isn't the CIA. I don't don't ask what we were currently doing at the time this movie was made, but this isn't us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, one I think that's fair. Cultural insensitivity. Um, now I'm just I'm just gonna like remind you of the subtitle chattering in Arabic. Yeah, Not great. I'll yeah. tell you that for free. It falsely falsely accuses every British cop of having a whistle, which. You can't Take- be culturally insensitive against the British. We invented it. <laughs> that is true. That, that is, is true. true. That is true. Um, okay. Yeah, so, we did, didn't we? Huh? Say three, maybe? Oh. Maybe high two. Mm, okay, two. Uh, two. Unprovoked violence. Well, if I could fucking see any of it. Yeah, a, a question mark. Completely un- impossible to tell. X. X out of, like, I have no idea. He, he does actively, like, refrain from committing some violence. Well, we, we, we see that when he's in the, like, office in Madrid, uh, Nicky says, like, oh, the two guys here, he, they're, he, they're unconscious, but he hasn't killed them. He refuses to shoot the cop at the start. He refuses to shoot the cop. He refuses to mm. kill Profe- uh, Professor yeah, Chimp Cox. 3. Yeah, yeah this and is pretty Brian low. Let's give it a, let's give it a, a like, I, I want to say zero, but, I think like... It, I think it could actually be a zero, because he's, he's, like... Part of Jason Bourne's deal is that he is always provoked. He just wants to be like left alone, and it's not yeah, even in like yeah. a sort of like artificial death wish sort of way, where like him not being left alone is like a kid chewing gum four blocks over. Um, I mean, he does also execute a man when he commits to the program. Ah, uh, that's true. The Fuck, second yeah. he commits to that program, to be oh, fair, he commits though, to that program. Oh, he could. I'm not pressing it. He commits to the program. <laughs> uh, that is a he murder. Does- that it's is, a murder. yeah, that is very much a murder. But it is portrayed as being bad. 
So. It is. Yes, to be very like he he even asks, "Will you commit to this program, man?" A guy whose name I have not learned. Uh, who is this guy? Like, what did he do? To which the response is, "That doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. Are you going to commit to the program or not? <laughs> Listen, motherfucker, this program shit. Are you committing to it? Um, to? Yeah, I'd like to actually uh, circle back to the program. Uh, <laughs> just, and just, bestie, I'm coming back to this program thing. Reprogram and you committing to it. Per my <laughs> previous email, mm-hmm. will you commit to this program? <laughs> <laughs> me just getting, emailing the NHS again. Get, getting a text from Abby at three in the morning is like, will you commit to this program? I will I do think that. That could be good yeah. to do there. That would be very fun. <laughs> how about two? How about two for the? I'll go, go to a two. I'll go to a two. Yeah. And okay. misogyny. Surprisingly uh, high. Yeah, in I think that so. Nikki, like, they give her something to do for the first time in this movie other than be terrified, and they totally beef it. She just yeah. kind of she she knows kung fu and karate, and then gets kicked three times in the face inside a second, and then just doesn't say anything. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I wouldn't say anything after it's, that. It's for kind a while of weird. Either. It's this kind of weird space where, like, your female characters can either be competent and strong like Pam, yep. or they can be desirable, but they cannot yes. be both. Because yeah. Nikki is, like, made up and, like, framed very much like a romantic lead, and, like, she's, like, very attractive, and this is kind of emphasized, and, like, with her outfits are very flattering. Yeah, whereas, whereas the Pam real heads not- want Pam to top them, but that's another yeah. story. But it's um, this weird that, like, she can either be hot or cool, but not yes. both. Yes, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I agree. Um... There's, there's a little bit of, like, they don't really do any sort of, like, girl boss shit with Pam, though, which I appreciate. She's just, True. you know, quite competent and there. But, yeah, I, I think with Nikki, that makes it, like, a, a three or a four, three? maybe? Yeah, I'll do a three. Yeah, three? Okay. Sure, sure. It's one, two, so, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, which is pretty good. For a terrible movie that's very it's difficult to watch, that's not it's, morally bad. Yeah, it's do on we... a par with For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's really hard to watch, huh? It's really fucking. I can't Impossible. see shit. Possible most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. Do we have Kaufman, Rosettes, or. I, I don't have process? a Kaufman on this one. I don't really. Maybe a good have... night to Nikki? Yeah, or an good, underappreciated yeah. Actually, you know good character? You know what? She deserves it. I, I think. You know who I think deserves a Kaufman is whatever Dr. Whatever's name was, because he really did go above and beyond in trying to get Jason Bourne to commit to that program. Yeah, fine. He doesn't destroy the He got warning that Jason Bourne was going to be coming. He's like, no, I'm going to stay here and make him commit to this program again. I will accept it only if he is billed uh, in the, in the, as will you commit to this program, man, rather than whatever <laughs> yes. his character's name fine, is. Fine, fine. Okie dokie. And okay, then he retires cool. to become James Bond's gamekeeper in Skyfall. Um, oh my it? god, that's where we've seen him before. It's Albert Finney. Welcome to Scotland. Yes. Oh shit. Very welcome. Welcome, <laughs> well, commit to, this program. welcome to this program. Welcome to this program. Um, well, if you'd like to commit to this program, we have a Patreon where you can beautiful. Hear- oh nice, magnificent. Thank work. you very much. I've been waiting an hour and a half to do that. Um, that was quite good. <laughs> yeah, where you genuine. can where you can listen to our bonus episodes. We have uh, two extra bonus episodes every month. Next time we'll be doing a Q and A. We nope. will. We will. And the next one, uh, the next one in this. I um, want to be, no, the Q&A will come out before this. Ah. It'll be last week's episode. Um, next week will be a bonus, which we have not decided yet. Yeah, whose turn is um, it? I, I, Might be mine. So I think it's we'll, Alice, actually. We'll, we'll, we'll consider things. And then after that, we're going to do the Bourne The Bourne with no Bourne. The Bourne Legacy. Yeah, yeah. Inc- incidentally, one thing I've just noticed. What the fuck is his ultimatum? 
He doesn't have an ultimatum. None of his names Command make any sense. Identity is good. <laughs> Fuck! This is the, the ultimatum. Well, we will, we will kill James Bond. We'll return with the Bourne legacy that does not have <laughs> Jason have Bourne James in Bond. it. We have committed to this program. We are committed. <laughs> Some eyeballs on that pod. Welcome to season two. This one's for you, David. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. Uh, owing to the way that I am, I'm recording this at quite genuinely the last possible minute. Um, so let's just crack on uh, and get through this one. I don't know what the next bonus episode will be, um, but the next free episode in two weeks' time will 100% be The Born Legacy? I think is the one that's got Jeremy Renner in it. Um, but if that is simply too long for you to wait, you can head on over to our Patreon, where we upload bonus episodes on those interstitial weeks. Again, I don't uh, know what the next one's going to be. Um, but speaking, of course, of our beautiful patrons, special thanks to our £15 and above patrons, and those are Christine Fox, Forks Winchester, Paint McCarla, Jack Holmes, George Rohack, Charles Schultz, Thomas Oberhart, British Pterodactyl, Jennifer, Sol, Nikki, Carolyn Tanksley, Benno Rice, Max Kapinski, Michael Lada, Kit Devine, Amanda Rogda, Max Gamenhart, Jonathan Gerd, Dread Pirate Robin, Kentucky Fried Commie, Hell Blood Hands, Jay Martindale, Ellie Without E, Jack Bushel, Sydney Steckle, Big Titty Goth Girl, Tarp O, Mothman, Fremen Commissar, Jen Jen, of an upgrader, Trip, Phoebe Olivia Harper, Timothy Pizzoni, Amber de Grazia, Charlie out of the closet, hell yeah, let's go, uh, Tardis in Paris, Jenna and Poor, Elizabeth Cox, Zoe Shepard, Finn Ross, Avery Darling, Alfredo, Philippa Smith, Wolfie, Al Irwing, I make Devon say this out loud, David Wickramaratna, Rail Leal, Lucy Keeley, Richard Drum, James Knapman, Craig Fingersuck, Millie, Bon LeBon, Penny Banks, Robbie Morgan, Josh Simmons, Lauren Bastin, and Tristram Wolf. Thank you so much for your continued support of this show as we enter the question mark zone um, and begin to transition, as all things do, towards being a Mab. Don't ask me to explain uh, what I meant by that. Kill James Bond is, of course, Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producer is the wonderful Nate Bethay. Hi, Nate. Um, <laughs> that's why I say he's wonderful, it's because I know he has to listen to the. <laughs> Also, because he genuinely is wonderful. Um, art is by Maddie Lubchansky. The website's by Tom Allen. I am going to go to bed. Good night. I'll see you next time. 